You know, the way things look isn't always what they seem. The meaning of things can be different to what they look like. Hi, I'm Dr. Andy Warhola, and I got a PhD in sensitivity in the arts. We've just been looking at a portrait of the author George Orwell by the Australian artist Andy P. I buried the face deep into the structure and changed a few things. Yeah, right. It's a psychological nightmare. Very interesting. Thanks. The thing is, before I told you the name of the artwork, you had no idea that it was actually a face. In many ways, it's about all the other things you might think about. It's not necessarily about anything particularly. You might have thought it was some mountains or some strange architecture or a new city or perhaps something to do with uh, sensations. These days we are more and more unable to say what things are simply by looking at them, let alone taking a guess at uh, their meaning. The visual world is ever more dependent on the information coming in from the sound and audio world. TV is a machine that pumps images and voices into our heads. Dramas fill our heads with gruesome whodunits late into the night, terrorizing us just before bedtime. How addictive! Who's hot? Who done it? Who's to blame? All TV news has got the same style. If you say it, you gotta see it. Unless we exert willpower and reject what is being said and what we are seeing, change or mute it, it's easy to get absorbed into the medium and be brainwashed by the story or the gory details. TV news particularly brainwashes us into the politics of now. Most of the time it gives us conclusions. It just uploads information. That's why it's brainwashing. 11 was the news story that combined the open-ended nature of art with the closed-ended nature of news. It created a trauma that we shared as a world audience. Like a drama, it was a gruesome whodunit. given some time, it's interesting to see that some things just don't make sense. There are some things that you just won't believe. Were we brainwashed? Yeah! A known technique for brainwashing is the use of trauma in creating an openness for suggestions. So, how do you mind control somebody? First, you get them really upset. They disassociate, and you take advantage of this to upload your programming. Finishing up, you throw in some keywords or images that recall the initial trauma. So, 
they can switch into a mind-controlled state. Is your mind controlled? Let's now look at how the images and sounds from 9-11 were used to create the universal state of 9-11 mind control. Is your mind controlled? I got a call from Sydney to turn on the TV. Uh, at that stage, the first building was already burning, and then the plane hit the other tower, and they said, looks like the tank. So, at this early stage, the traumatic image is being combined with the sound explanation and attack. Nearly everyone in the world saw and heard this live. I've never seen anything like that. I just thought, this is impossible. Strangely, the Pentagon was hit too. It was an attack. A reinforcement of the initial trauma with image and sound. Everyone watching couldn't help but start to feel vulnerable. It was like watching Independence Day, where New York and Washington get blasted. The images were like some diabolical Hollywood special effects, something we are used to seeing in violent Bruce Willis movies. It is impossible for these for a metal of this kind to simply vaporize. That's right, it didn't make sense. But the more we looked and saw the replays, the more the keywords and images were ground into us. Mind control programmers use things that don't make sense to achieve control. Just like in Vietnam, Australian involvement in the new war on terror were as unquestioned as John Howard automatically signed us up for the new patriotic fervor that 9-11 produced. But what if the basis of going to war was a fake? And we were greatly manipulated and deceived. There are a great amount of things that don't make sense. I hope you're sitting down. There are a lot of people who no longer believe the official version. Firstly, there was no plane wreckage found at the Shanksville crash site. The photographs show that there was no plane crash. Well, apparently the plane that hit the Pentagon was bigger than the hole that was left in the building. The plane wings didn't punch through them, and they didn't break off in front of the building. There was no wreckage on the lawn. Just some odd metal things that are more likely from a guided missile than, say, a plane. So, no plane at the Pentagon and no plane at Shanksville. Half the evidence has just disappeared. So, the mind control works pretty well if we still think about planes where there were none. In the case of the Pentagon, there are three camera tapes which the FBI confiscated. Why don't they show us the tapes of the plane? The shots they have released show a blurry thing, which to my mind doesn't necessarily mean plane. So, in none of the cases did they find jet engines. Eight six-ton jet engines have disappeared. 
One of the most telling things to happen on September 11 was how quickly World Trade Center 7 fell. An hour after the announcement was made that they would pull the building. Well, doesn't it take a couple of days to figure out where to put the explosives? The building fell into its own footprint, which means it was a controlled demolition. Controlled demolitions require prior knowledge. Small puffs are seen coming out of the building. Witnesses talk about a series of explosions as they collapsed. The thought that these buildings were loaded with explosives is shocking, but there is evidence to that effect. There is a group of scientists devoted to recreating the demolition of the WTC buildings in models. They can't recreate what happened on that day using scientific models. They've tried and continually failed. Just Google scholars for 9-11. Eight of the people charged with driving the planes, the terrorists, have turned up in the Middle East alive. One of them has never heard of Pennsylvania. How exactly did one of their passports manage to float down to the street from an aircraft that burnt so ferociously that it melted a steel building? Do you know that the steel from the site was taken straight to ships and sold to India for scrap metal? After sorting it into piles, the evidence was destroyed as quickly as possible. Those responsible for the events of 9-11 may never really be known, but the effects of it may last forever. The dangerous emergency laws that were passed in most countries may never be repealed, creating more control than ever over the free people of the world. The thing that is disturbing about the whole thing is the absolute lack of media investigation into any of these claims. The free press of the free world seems to be mind-controlled more than anyone. Google 9-11 Truth for yourself. George Orwell imagined a time when a simplistic and controlled mindset created comfort and ease. The very thoughts that create a relaxed society may be at the expense of our freedom to think and express uneasy ideas such as these. We don't want a society where our freedom is at the expense of slavery to mind-controlled thinking. Thinking about something that might be the biggest hoax of all time. But perhaps life always imitates art. When art imitates politics. A couple of days after 9-11, it was G.W. Bush who said, the American people know what they saw with their own eyes today. We no longer trust what our own eyes tell us. If we choose to believe something that contradicts what our eyes tell us, it's called mind control. Is your mind controlled? You know, next time you hear a 9-11 keyword or see a 9-11 key image, you might still switch, but, but, but every time you watch this DVD, you are a little more free from 9-11 mind, mind control. control. Thank you and good night. That the planes that hit the towers were most likely not the planes that took off from commercial airports.